0: Welcome back to another episode of Hot and Brothered. Episode uh, six. Episode six. We're finally back. Uh, in this episode, we talked about uh, baseball. We found room for that. Yeah. Uh, Kershaw mainly. Uh, we we love ball-washed the Dodgers. Kershaw. Ball-washed big time. Kirk- yeah. uh, Comic-Con, which you went to. Yeah. Um, so that, uh, in and of itself, uh, was a major portion. And, of course... Uh, the very sad passing of uh, Robin Williams as well. Yeah. So, we a big show, actually. Didn't
1: really touch on his death, but more just about his life.
0: I think that was important, too, is yeah. talking about his life.
1: But if you want to reach us at Hot and Brothered, um, at Twitter, hot Instagram, and brothered. Instagram.
0: It's at Hot and Brothered
1: uh-huh. uh, for Instagram Gmail. and Twitter.
0: Uh, Gmail, is hot and brothered at Gmail. So, hot really easy.
1: A N D Brothered. Exactly. No
0: ampersand here. Um. And that's it. Yeah. Let's, uh, Enjoy the show. Let's get to it. Okay. The beat of the drums echoes in the pulse beat of the young Braves. been a minute what's going on holy smokes yeah it's i know bad. everyone
1: everyone was waiting with bated breath
0: oh my god waiting for another hot and brother well it's here so you don't have to wait
1: episode uh, six we look pretty like we're, we're kind of hot in the mic there yeah, did, we, did we did we come in way too strong <laughs> we might have just gave <laughs> it just fucking owned the show immediately
0: <laughs> hold on <laughs> oh my god oh yeah this is, this we, are we are <laughs> peaking we are peaking peaking hard
1: turn us down oh blast you well
0: you know what it's modern technology you don't need to shout in the mic thing. <laughs> um so just calm down okay it's all, all right. gonna be fine it's, it's, you know so, uh, let's just it's whisper. been a long hiatus oh yeah. goodness now we're good i think yeah. the levels are fine we're still peaking but yeah hey you glad to?
1: Yeah, I'm glad we took that
0: vacay. Yeah, that's great, yeah. man. Drink it in. Um, lots happened,
1: man. What have you been up to? Oh man, I grew two inches. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I'm still a growing, boy. Yeah. Um, I got a dog. You did get a dog. His name's Yoda. Yeah, he's a, an adorable dog, He's actually. adorable. He's yeah. like a pit, you know, he's yeah. a, or a pit mix. I don't know. I don't want to be that guy that just starts talks, at and Look at his dog. <laughs> <on. laughs> Let me just show you a picture of him.
0: Don't need to see it. You always show pictures wherever you go. It's okay. fine.
1: Here's a picture of him, of Yoda, with his Yoda doll.
0: Oh, that's adorable. And Yoda is sleeping. That's awesome. So this dog, he does what? He, he sleeps? He, he does sleep.
1: He eats and sleeps. And then shits. And then shits. Sometimes he shits in his crate.
0: Oh, that's great, man. That's kind of like me. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I. By the way, I just used your fucking bathroom. That was disgusting. Yeah. I
0: think me and Yoda have the same kind of dietary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need
1: to just. You need hard foods. I need to fix
0: things yeah. in my life. What yeah. I've got going on, because um, it was like the shroud of Turin in there. I thought I saw Jesus. So I was like, oh, look at there's yeah. Jesus right there. <laughs> or the Empire State Building. Yeah. There was definitely. Objects in there
1: Yeah It was like impressionist art in yeah, there. It was
0: a fucking Rorschach test man
1: um, But hey uh, We're back with I think this is episode 6 I don't even know It's been uh, so I long I, I skipped Stop counting after 3 I'm glad the network gave us that hiatus You know we had been working hard uh, We needed it Brought you 5 episodes Long overdue respite And now we're back with number 6 So
0: and speaking of topical sports entries uh, The All-Star Game just happened
1: Oh yeah when Like a the, month ago Like a <laughs> <the> month Yeah <laughs> We like to we like to take our time, really, really investigate the inner workings of these uh, issues we bring to you. Yeah,
0: so we definitely want to hit up the All Star Game. Um, did you
1: watch it? Even I did watch it. That it was great. good. It was a it was like a big Derek Jeter ball washing fest. I like the captain, man. Yeah, I do, but it's just I don't like the Yankees. It's been a bit
0: much. Uh, I would say though that it wasn't. It's, it hasn't nearly been as. Um, I think Mariano Rivera stole some thunder. I think two years in a row of Yankee ball washing yeah. is a bit much for everybody. Um, so there hasn't been uh, a, a lot of what Mariano Rivera got from last year. Um, but it was nice. Um, he got sent off. You know, he got taken out of the game when he yeah. was in the field, which was nice. Yeah. Um, that was nice. I thought the whole weekend was great, but the thing is, is I'm biased because I'm a huge baseball fan, so I sit down and I don't mind watching a really lame all-star home run derby that actually had a rain delay, which probably is the most painful thing for like passing fans of the game, I would yeah. imagine. Um,
1: and probably sucked if you got tickets to that thing.
0: And I can't. I still can't understand anyone that would actually go to a home run derby.
1: Uh, that It's an excuse to drink.
0: Yeah, I guess it's an excuse, excuse to drink. just
1: go and like, I mean, because you can't really like, it, do you show up early and watch more home runs before the home run derby?
0: Right, but the whole thing with the drinking is we do drinking games at home and even we were kind of like, all right, is there anything else on?
1: Yeah, and like, did Puig start it off? Puig did not start it
0: off, I don't it was, believe, it but was he was lame. like the second or third um, and being Dodger fans, we're destined to never have anyone win the home run derby, which I'm fine with, Yeah. but it was uh, a pitiful showing. I think well, mean, it
1: started off too. Like the first guy had two home runs, and the next guy had like two home runs because they they dropped the uh, the t- it was seven outs, outs now. Now you can have seven outs, um, which and it was, didn't fix shit. Yeah, it was just fucking lame. It was so kind of like
0: me on a diet where I stopped drinking diet coke, but I still eat burritos or something like that. It's I'm doesn't I, fix anything.
1: <laughs> I would be okay if they fucking shot up some roids right before the home run derby. Well, we've actually that talked bring, about
0: this. What would you do to to fix the home run derby? I think it's something that's just broke and they'll never fix
1: it. I actually, you brought up a, a good point, and I think this would be fucking legit. Is if you just like for that one one time, one showing, you brought out some uh, aluminum bats. Boom! Some Eastons, just some Eastons, or some um, what? Were, what was the other one that we had? Uh, the Triple C. It was like, C, or no, C C-C5 or C five or. Do you remember that? It was like a an orange and black bat. I thought that was
0: Easton, but they're Easton? like model or something like that. Yeah. But either
1: way, just some metal
0: bats. Metal bats. Put it in the TPX. hand of Yoenis Cespedes. Yep and just like see just him club actually just see him take out some of those kids out there. Oh my god. we would be just be on a line. Oh my god. On That'd a be, linea, dude. That would be awesome. <laughs> it's
1: like it's like when you try and hit the uh, golf cart guy when you're doing it at the driving range. Yeah, just just But lay like now you're just out. now you're just trying to lay out
0: kids. They would just have some screamers out there. Yeah. <laughs> These little kids armed with the little <laughs> tiny mitts. Yeah. Uh, that would be great. I also uh, I'm throwing this out there, and I just thought of this now is why isn't there celebrities incorporated into the Home Run Derby? Because you have be cool. you have like the PGA Pro Am Tour. You, people love Bill Murray just putting out there. Right. It would be awesome to have like a Pro Am where it's a like a celebrity uh, pro kind of tandem. So there's two teams. I like that. Get Billy Crystal out there. He's a baseball fan. Uh-huh. There's tons of guys that would love to go out there. Kevin Costner can rake probably. Yeah. You know, you put a smaller fence out there. Yeah. Okay. You okay. know, and they're jibber jabbing out you there. Just and that keep would be the fence
1: You just keep the fence for that one time that one celebrity hits a dinger, and like the crowd just goes fucking wild. Yeah, but if <laughs> if, you, if
0: we can't hit one out, well, yeah, that's that's the whole thing. You would see a, a, yeah. a, a shitty. But I think that the main thing is getting celebrities out there, or incorporate some sort of fanfare that way, because. As it is, I'm watching mediocre guys not hit home runs.
1: Well, they're—I mean—they're I mean, they're not mediocre.
0: Okay, Todd Frazier is a mediocre uh, home run hitter. Right, 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 right. So, I mean, you have guys that can hit it out of the park, obviously, yeah. but you have guys like Todd Frazier that they have to fill a roster. I mean, I don't. I think there's things that that can be done. in The home run derby. I don't know why we're still doing it with wood. There's no reason for it. There it's a isn't. home run derby. Or,
1: cork the bat. I would. I'm cool with that. Like, just be like, listen, this is everyone's hitting with cork bats. You know, and actually, uh, I think even Sammy Sosa and some other people were saying that they use corked bats just for batting practice.
0: Boom! Bring out those batting practice bats. Yeah, just bring them out. Bungos. You know,
1: that's what the that's what the uh, the fans want to see. That's what I want to see. I want to see fucking long balls while I'm fucking really drunk, you know, and just uh, see people just fucking power them out.
0: And that's what I think. I mean. I'm a baseball fan, so I like the All-Star game. Uh, I think it could be better. I still say the NBA's All-Star break is the best in sports, although it still gets its haters, and it still gets boring after a while, but I think the sport lends itself to a good All-Star game. I think baseball is not that far behind. There's some tweaks that can be made. I don't think it should matter for World Series placement at all.
1: Okay, so you don't like—that's what I was going to ask. You don't like the whole whoever wins this, that's— No, it's fucking ridiculous, uh, Okay,
0: especially when you have subs after the game where you don't have the best in the game playing for the most meaningful innings towards the end of the game, and teams that don't necessarily have any, like by midseason, not so much this season because there's been pretty good parity, but by midseason, there's some teams that are just completely out of it. So why would they even care? I mean, there's no camaraderie between Senior Circuit and the American League anymore. There's just not. So I do away with that. The game is fine as it is. Um, I don't think every team should have an all-star. I think that rule should go away. Because there's some okay. guys on there where I'm like, you don't really need to... Like, Let's just load it with a bunch of stars.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I I, th- I kind of like the fact that... I, I like that there's something to be invested in for the game. Because otherwise, I feel like you are going to lose some people to be like, oh, this is just an all-star game, whatever. Why? Why should we watch this?
0: But the thing that it detracts from is now you have to... Measure what kind of pitching you're doing throughout the game because in case you need you know extra innings, um, you're also incorporating a lot of guys into the game to make sure that they're playing. If it means absolutely nothing to the grand scheme of the game, you would have stars out there the whole time, or not the whole time, but it, it, substitutions wouldn't matter as much. I right. guess you wouldn't have to coach it, so you can keep a star out there for four or five innings, not just the two at bats that they get. Okay, you, you don't the coach the manager wouldn't have to manage the game as much. He could sit back and just kind of, hey, who needs to play right now? What would be cool? Yeah, What do the fans want right now? As opposed to, I'm trying to win the game right now.
1: Right. So, uh, other things. So, like, NBA has, you know, like a skills challenge. Would you put, like, a skills challenge in the baseball one? Like, maybe before the Home Run Derby? Maybe, like... um, I don't know, like a pitcher has to pitch to like one batter and like has to hit certain strike zones or whatever. I think
0: it could be cool. Um, I heard Michael Thompson suggest this, and I'm really not a Michael Thompson guy. <laughs> right? So he's a, a super. <laughs> he's he's yeah. a homer. He's a super homer. Um, it could be cool, and I was thinking about you know you could do uh, a Yasiel Puig Jonas Espadias throw from home from throw from the outfield trying to gun someone out at home right. or seeing how accurate they can be I think it could get very lame very quickly because the first iteration of the basketball s- skills one was kind of cool yeah the second year I was like okay I've seen this and then after a while it's like you have one guy that does something that's kind of cool other than that you're just seeing them practice yeah
1: I want to see I want to see these players do things that I know like no one else can do
0: right gunning a guy at home but right. then you would need a runner uh, seeing them you know take some I don't know seeing a pitcher maybe knock off uh, uh, something off a stool or something right? but I think after a while it just becomes a novelty and it it fades away I don't think I don't think new things need to be added necessarily you just tweak the things that we already have
1: I think it'd be kind of cool if they had like a, a pickle if you had to play pickle. That'd be pretty dope. And like they played with a ball that like you could bean the guy with.
0: Yeah. And then it could be like uh, sponsored by Converse where they have to put on like some Converse that look like PF Flyers. Okay. Right before or something okay. like that. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they're
1: going to slip and fall out there on the
0: field. but Fucking dodgeball game. Or kickball game. Oh, that's not bad. That's strong. That's actually. pretty strong. That's strong. And then you bring in like Chris <laughs> Berman has to play. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Man, that guy got sweaty quickly.
1: Oh my god, that guy was glistening and not from the rain. That was like <laughs> Yeah,
0: no, he sweats immediately upon yeah. any time the studio lights go on. He's drenched.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, and I don't know, do you like Chris Berman as the Oh, uh, I hate him. as and you hate his back 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 uh, back. Yeah, back?
0: I think it's tired, but it's it sucks cuz I mean, it's not necessarily an easy gig. It's hard to come up with catchphrases that people don't Yeah. hate after a while. But I don't know. I think uh, it could be it'd be much better with somebody new, I guess. Okay. But after a while, we had the sound down after a while. We weren't even paying attention to it. Yeah. I think the Home Run for sure, is something you put on in the background. You don't really care about it, and it's right. just, like, something to drink to.
1: Maybe you just have four guys. Maybe just, like, instead yeah. of having, like, whatever it is, what, six or eight? They have eight guys?
0: Yeah. I don't think you need six <laughs> or eight guys. Actually, the thing that would be... Uh, they can even do away with the Home Run Derby and maybe during the offseason have that old school what they used to do um, in black and white. They had uh, stars go against each other Right. Um, here at, in L.A. I think it was Wrigley Field or something that's no longer there or whatever. But it could be a, a, a show that's on MLB Network Yeah. with two guys going back and forth and have a little bio on them. That'd be a cool show. You can do away That'd with the Home cool. Run Derby but have something else. Okay. You don't need the Home Run Derby, just like you don't need the NFL Pro Game. The, the pro bowl at yeah. all. There's I, certain things we just don't need. We just so used to having them that they're like, yeah, we're going to do this every
1: year. I would like the home run derby only if they, they threw in aluminum bats, that would be fucking legit. And then you see kids the next year fucking having to wear helmets out there because kids are dying.
0: And I think there should be some sort of award for the kids that get the most fly balls. That way, you have a very Lord of the Flies kind of oh, epic out I there. I like that. Like, I like the, that. the kid yeah. who catches the most fly Let's balls. Get the kids in there. Let's yeah. get the kids involved. It's like a year off of school or something. It would just be like some yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy Lord of the Flies thing play out. I in like the, that. In the outfield.
1: Yeah. That needs that needs to happen. All right. I think we fixed it. Okay. Boom. Done. Uh, boom. Uh, and then, so for the NBA All Star uh, All Star weekend you're cool with that you like how they run things i think
0: it's fine everyone's always like oh there's no defense or it's all it is is an exhibition on dunking it's fine they yeah. all have fun it's actually a pretty cool you don't have to watch the whole game right but all-star games you don't have to anyway i think it's actually an exciting fun it's entertaining like watching game. playground just straight playground. that's all it is straight playground breaking ankles
1: breaking ankles taking names <laughs> uh so in terms of baseball um We are um, amidst the whole, you know, everyone's bringing up who's going to be MVP, Cy Young. There's there's races to be had now. Um, Our Dodgers um, are in first. And uh, first of all, I I just got to say I love this uh, ownership group that they brought in here. um, Because beforehand, uh, we had some shit. We would never get anyone. We could never pay for anyone. And now... uh, now we have a fucking we have basically the new New York Yankee style of getting players. Yeah, we no, will it's, buy players.
0: It's awesome. Um, I
1: actually Which like that. I they hated stayed pat. when the Yankees had it, but I like.
0: Yeah, it. it's easy to look the other way when you have it. Um, I do uh love the fact that they stayed pat at the trade deadline. Of course, the waiver wire uh, deadline's coming up, right. but they stayed pat. They're fine. Kemp's still a Dodger, right? He's raking. Um, I love that they – because they – I think as is, they're fine. They need a, a fourth pitcher to step up. Dan Heron, his not, last outing, he did right. really well. But they need someone else to step out, well, uh, they, especially because Beckett got, got, is done now. Yeah,
1: and they just got um, Kevin Correa from, right. the, from the Twins. And they got um,
0: – Roberto Hernandez, uh, yeah. f- formerly of Fausto Carmona.
1: Right, right. So I think we're we're good now in the starting rotation – uh, where that is, I think our bullpen needs to be bolstered because we do have some, um, I want to say some slightly bad areas when it comes to, you know, our middle relief. Uh, once we get to Kenley, like he's been pretty solid of late. So, But
0: I instantly get like gurglies in my stomach the minute Chris Perez or Brandon League or Brian Wilson takes the yeah. mound. And
1: I actually, Brandon League, this has... has Kind of had a resurging year. Yeah,
0: but I'm still, it's still Brandon League. So you still still have that anytime he's up there. And he had a bad outing, I think a week or so ago. And it's like, okay, there he is again. Yeah. But yeah, he's done fine. He's done fine this year.
1: Uh, Brian Wilson's been shit.
0: Yeah. The bullpen is a mess um, to no fault of the Dodgers because at the beginning of the season, we were like, this bullpen's awesome.
1: Yeah. And these are all people that used to close and were decent good closers
0: and i'm completely fine with kenley jansen and did you see last week there was a gif out there of his 98 mile an hour cutter
1: no it was pretty sick he threw it he
0: threw a cutter it was 98 miles and 98 mile an hour fastball is like hard to hit but then he just had this late like cute little break at the end okay that was just sick he broke it off dirty yeah it was dirty (laughs) it was so dirty carving pulls up yep left and right um but I think the Dodgers are fine. They have a five-game lead as of right now, and they're beating the Braves as of this recording, three to two right now. Okay, okay. So we're looking good. good um, as long as we get, um, you know, we win the the
1: West. Yeah, Hanley comes ba- as long as Hanley comes back healthy too. He needed a break. You could tell he was ha- he was having calf stiffness, um, and then his shoulder I know was bothering him for a while, and then finally he just went out with uh, like some sort of oblique strain or something. So we just need him healthy. And I think we can. Um,
0: That's the only thing that bothers me about the Dodgers is they're they're brittle. Yeah, um, Adrian Gonzalez is having brittle. a great year. He's been on fire the last month. He's fine, uh, but you have Hanley Ramirez. Camp is doing well, but you just you always have the thing that he, he could get hurt at any moment. Yeah, um, and then Crawford and Ethier, that tandem.
1: Crawford's been hitting kind of, but yeah, Ethier, it's.
0: But we didn't talk about your boy because we got to get out of here. We have tons of pop culture to talk about.
1: Yeah, your boy. My boy, Keshaw, Kershaw, um, that's my favorite player in all of baseball and definitely my favorite pitcher. Um, so now, as of this podcast, um, there's been a lot of talk of him, you know, kind of being in that MVP candidate race. Uh, right now, <coughs> they have um, other people have been talking about, you know, Giancarlo Stanton, uh, Troy Tulowitzki, and McCutcheon still. And my whole thing is, besides McCutcheon, Tulowitzki and Stanton, they're not, I don't think, well, definitely Tulowitzki is not in a playoff race. Right. I, thi- I don't know uh, what place, what place are the Marlins? Miami is
0: six out. Um, They're 58 and 60, so they're below 500. They're not going to make the playoffs. Um, Unless they get a late surge, because you have the two playoff, the, the wild cards. There's
1: still a lot of baseball to be left. If they're only six out, that's not. Unheard of. No, exactly. Yeah, and but they also don't have their ace, Fernando, um, or what's his name, guy who, uh, Jose
0: Fernandez. Jose yeah, he was, Fernandez. He's yes. on my fantasy baseball team. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's, he's listen.
1: I have Joey Votto on my va- baseball uh, team. Right. And he's uh, yeah. I real quick. I just want to go down my fantasy baseball team. I Do have it. Lo- Let's I have bring a, it. Bring it. Go. I have a lot of guys that were good like a year or two ago. So I have Justin Verlander, who's been shitty. Uh, I have Joey Votto, who's been shitty. I have Yadier Molina, who's been shitty. Um, Matt Kemp has only recently been turning it on. Um, And I just like a lot of pitchers that just like Strasburg has been good, but not great um and i have a lot of those nationals yeah that sounds like a bad team my team sucks but
0: Uh, we're neck and neck actually now for last place Ooh, all right so the z boys right again all right but i've had uh i've had jose abreu go down this season for a little bit he's back paul goldschmidt is gone for the season okay so that's awesome um i had like i said jose fernandez go down michael waka go down, my pitching is compli- Kyle Loesch, I'm really leaning heavily on Kyle Loesch.
1: You never want to lean heavily. No, you don't on want to lean on anywhere all, yeah, near no. Kyle Loesch. No,
0: no. <laughs> not, not even the vicinity of a Kyle Loesch. Uh, and then I have C.J. Wilson, who uh, who likes to pitch around, guys, so that's going well for my strikeout totals. But um,
1: anyway, let's get back to Kershaw. Oh, yeah, right. He's right. having one of those seasons that's Dude, Just and he
0: missed, like, what, a, a, a month or a month and a half? He missed a lot of games. He and missed he's about already, a month. He's already yeah. tied for the leads and wins.
1: Yeah. That's insane. So, according to, I think, uh, I read this on Bleacher Report. Do um, it. Um, But in his last 13 starts, Kershaw is 11-0 with a 1.16 ERA as of, uh you know, as of today. Um, He has the best ERA in the league i believe in um in all of baseball he has a 1.78 and his whip is i believe the best in baseball it's at a 0.86 that's insane and he's averaging 11 strikeouts per nine innings
0: granted he's only pitched 136 innings or so which isn't that far off uh like we said he's already tied for the most wins right in the league uh, he. I mean, yeah. It's a, It's not even a small sample size. You can't even say that. So some people would point to the fact that his ER and WHIP are low. Yeah, but he's just been on yeah, fire. Like his last He's Ridiculously low. Yeah. It's insane what he's what he's doing this season. Um, which I would say is even better than his Cy Young winning season. Like this portion, this yeah. small little portion, is unbelievable.
1: Yeah, basically, he's as of right now he would be a lock for Cy Young. Can we agree on that? Yes. Yes, okay. we can agree on that. Yes, so basically, <laughs> basically, why do I keep saying basically? Um, he, I, if if Verlander can get the uh, MVP on his year when he had what did he have like maybe twenty two wins? I think that was like the the outstanding mark that he had when he got MVP in Cy Young. He had like twenty two or twenty three wins, but then his ERA was like a two point something, which is still really good. But Kershaw is having like one of those just fucking amazing seasons. Yeah, I
0: think you make a good point, especially if there's no other MVP candidate that's out there that just of uh, of course kind of guy. The thing that is that's going to battle him is one, he's a pitcher. Right. So even when Verlander got it, you had a lot of that debate is whether a pitcher is that valuable. Yeah. Um, Which I would contend if you have someone like Verlander as he was that year or Kershaw this year the way he can stop any kind of or, or, or give the team momentum or he's just unbelievably valuable. Right. Um, so you're going to have that debate, um, but also he missed time. So you're going to yeah. have those voters that are saying he's, he's unbelievable, but he missed a significant portion of the season. Right. So you're going to have that going against him too.
1: Um, also, he had a no-hitter, which was almost a perfect game. And probably one of the best pitch games, arguably one of the best pitch games in the history of baseball. Yep. Um, He had 15 strikeouts, no walks, that one error by Hanley. Um, Otherwise, that would have been a perfect game for the ages. Uh, He's also given the Dodgers five complete games. (coughs) And I think, uh, and other people have said this, if you take Kershaw out of that rotation, even though we have... we would still have an awesome rotation with Granky and Ryu. I don't think we're in the playoff run, or if not, we're we don't have very a five, There's no
0: five game lead for the Dodgers at this point. No, um, you're battling it with the Giants right now for what would be a mediocre division race at the point. At right this point, um, and you're
1: and you and and base and you can <laughs> basically you can pencil them in for a a win. Pretty much any game, every game he starts now. Oh, of course, yeah. Like everyone's, everyone's like, okay, that's gonna be a W. We have to get to him early, but there's no good time to get to Kershaw right now. And he's, I don't know, I think, I think there's a good, very good argument to to make that he is the most valuable player on the Dodgers right now. I agree. Um, I agree. I'm glad we both agree. Yeah, both there we being, go. being Dodger fans. Controversy. Um, so hey, I'm glad we we got this first uh, little. Thing done. uh, This first half of the podcast, because we have a lot to talk about. We have a ton to talk about. Next little segment. Um, But yeah, thank you for listening to this first half of Hot and Brother. Welcome back to the second half of Hot and Brothered. I am Mike Zaldivar. I am Gabe Zaldivar. Awesome. Good for you. Yeah. Um, and this is the uh, the second half of our podcast where we talk about pretty much anything. Um, it's always something, uh, you know, pop culture. Um, Putting some pop in that culture. Yeah. Sometimes nerdy. But we're going to start off on a little little down note and then boom, come right back um with the happy and the funny, hopefully funny. Um but basically yesterday, uh Robin Williams passed away and he had a major influence on both our lives. And honestly it's uh you know, I, I think and you might agree with with me, but there's always like those those actors or those people that kind of you, you hear about them passing away and it's, you know, it's sad and it's tragic, but um, they maybe didn't, you know, kind of like touch your life in a way that I think Robin Williams, at least for me, he was a, he was a very creative, like almost weirdly creative, you know, individual where he can like do just crazy improv, like off the top of his head, rapid fire. And I know you, um, Gabe had like done some stand up. And I know you want to get back into that, and I know he kind of had somewhat yeah, of an influence on you.
0: Yeah, um, a major influence, actually. I remember he was one of the, the first stand-up comedians that I ever really, uh, that just resonated with me, um, Eddie Murphy being the other. Um, but kind of my major influences. is in, like you said, I've been an unsuccessful stand-up comic as of <laughs> this date, um, but any anything I've done comedic-wise... Um, he's kind of influenced me uh, greatly, and just going back to his days with uh, Comic Relief, um, with some of his stand-up shows. Those uh, were always good. Where he just would go through the audience, and being a stand-up comic, you understand that a lot of it, 99% of it is written. Um, You you allow yourself to improv and give, let the the audience move you in certain ways and and, and find new material, Uh, but for a good portion of it, you've written it or you know what you're going to say right. uh, for him. He's just, he was a genius as far as riffing um, yeah. and his wit and how quick he was, was amazing. And that was something at an early age where I was just like blown away. Um, and then just the, the, the powerful thing is just the, this day since is seen comics, actors, everyone come out and saying, he was actually a better person than he was a comedian, right? And to know that, and that kind of just awe-inspiring compliment is just—it's uh, mind-blowing,
1: really. Right, and 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 to a generation, you know, he's—you uh, know—he'll—he'll he'll either be Mork from Mork and Mindy, or you'll—you'll you'll see him from Goodwill Hunting, or you know, Dead Poet Society. But I think for—for for me, I've seen him in all of that, but uh, um, just to—to to see a, a glimpse of his uh, creative genius and his his kind of the way he can kind of just go rapid fire off the top of his head. Um, I'm just going to play a little clip here from Aladdin. I'm sure everyone's seen it. But uh, you know what? This is uh, this is kind of the, the genius at at work right here. Let's see here. Chicken a la king? <laughs> 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 no, the Alaskan king crap. I hate when I do that. Caesar salad. Et ah. tu Nope.
0: Aha. To make a prince. Now, is that an official wish? Say the magic words. Genie, I wish for you to make me a prince. All right!
1: Yo, yo, woo, 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 First, that fez and vest combo is much too third century. These patches, what are we trying to say, beggar? No, let's work with me here.
0: Ooh, I like it, muy macho. Now, still need something. What does it
1: say to me? It says, mode of transportation. Excuse me, monkey boy. Aqui, over here. Here he comes, and what better way to make your grand entrance on the streets of agrabah than riding your very own brand new
0: camel? Watch out, they spit. Hmm,
1: not enough. <laughs> Still not enough. <laughs> oh, let's see, what do you need? What do you need? <laughs> yes! <Is-a-la-lum-bo-sh-mi-lum-bo>! <laughs> <Whoa>! <laughs> Talk about your trunk space, check this action out. <laughs> Taboo. Yeah, <laughs> you look good. He's got the outfit. He's got the elephant. Cause we're not through yet. Hang on, to your turban, kid. We're gonna make you a Boom. Boom. <laughs> Boom. I mean,
0: he's uh, the thing that always that I, that I keep remembering uh in this last day was again the comic relief, but also seeing Whoopi Goldberg and Billy Crystal trying to corral this just amazing mind that was going a mile a minute and they couldn't even keep up with where he was going. There's a number of times where they would kind of dump out and just kind of stand back and let him do something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they couldn't, two comedic minds that are geniuses in their own right just could not follow where he was trying to go. And they would just sit sit back and just kind of, they were an audience for a little bit. And that's how crazy his mind worked is he was able to just come up on the fly. His, his, his amazing interviews with Johnny Carson where he broke that man who, who just saw so many comedians. You can,
1: and I, I watched actually the, the, his first appearance on Johnny Carson and um he just like, he was like a guy who like just couldn't sit still. Like he was just his, you could tell his like his mind was just racing a mile a minute. And uh, that first I highly suggest, you know, going to YouTube and, and checking out his first appearance on Carson cause it was, it's, pretty hilarious um but yeah i mean it's just uh you know there's not a lot of people that i think you know we we would just kind of spend take take a little time to just talk about but i think robin williams kind of like we kind of grew up with him with his movies and uh yeah i think that's um We just wanted to say a little piece, you know, about him. Yeah, his
0: humor is just, it affected my life um, greatly, and it it will continue. He has just such a a wide um, spectrum of his work, um, but his stand-up comedy just is unparalleled with what he, he's up there with the greats, um, with Pryor, with Carlin, um, he had his own voice and what he did with it, um, but also his movies, he just, the gravitas, he was able to be hilarious one moment, and then also just, just Hit you in the gut the next with like yeah. with Dead Poet Society or Goodwill Hunting.
1: I mean, that always scenes. struck me too because you see him on like Inside the Actor Studio or when he was on Whose Line Is It Anyway or even just you know in interviews and in, in stand up, he's just like always moving. And I remember actually uh, watching him um, live at the Met. He was like like five minutes in. He's like just pouring sweat because he's just like he's like moving way too much. Um, but then you see him and he's. Completely completely different in, like, Goodwill Hunting. He's, like, so, like, calm and, like, composed and, I mean, he had to bring that for the character but it's just, it's just a testament to, you know, his acting ability and and kind of, like, the creative, you know, genius he was. But he
0: was that, he was that uncle that tickled you until you spit milk out but then tickled you even more because he knew how much, you know, how much pain you were in. Yeah. Um, And he just worked so hard for the laughs uh, and he never... It was never heavy-handed. It was it was something that you craved after a while. So um, he's definitely gonna be you know missed um, by me and, and millions out there.
1: Yeah, but um, now we'll uh, we'll move on. Try to be a little lighter. Um, a little lighter. Um, mad ups. Um, mad
0: ups. But yeah, um, actually, um, to go on a nerdy route, a nerdy route. You were at Comic Con, my friend.
1: I was at Comic Con. I
0: was not able to go, so I my fat ass was here. Um, living vicariously through you and your instagram feed and um
1: it was uh yeah it was it's always a blast there and it's um, a scene man let me just let me break it down for you i don't even know if i really broke it down for you individually no i was podcast. actually waiting for this podcast oh you, know, you were really waiting like you've been you've been waiting <laughs> you know me i've been, on, been on the been edge like, of my seat it's been like two three weeks since uh since comic-con so it's it's getting rather uncomfortable yeah so uh, so I took my girlfriend, Kat, um, it's, it was her first time, my second time, and she is definitely not as into all of this culture, all of this stuff as I am. Um, but she, I think like, um, you know, a lot of people are, are just huge people watchers and she kind of, she really, really enjoyed like all the costumes and I think a lot of what she enjoyed too was, was the crazy nerdiness. So, um, our first, we got there on Thursday night, and then uh, we didn't really do anything Thursday night. And then Friday, we got up, you know, we drank a little bit, and uh, walked the floor, kind of drunk, uh, the convention floor. You've been, you've Which, been one uh, time.
0: Yeah, it's it's a complete scene, and anyone who hasn't gone, and who thinks it's overly nerdy, it's actually... There's it's something per- for everyone it's, there. It's, there's something for everyone, and there's something perfect about everyone in the hall being so over-the-top geeky. That you feel but, right at home. That but you yeah, could be everyone's,
1: anything. yeah, you can definitely, you can dress up as really just anything and everyone will be like, oh, that's awesome.
0: And incidentally, actually, I was, I didn't ask you this. Did you see a man walking around wearing um, a face hugger on his, uh, dressed up in the Nostromo suit from Alien and had a face hugger on him? No, I didn't see that. Oh, that was Adam Savage, apparently. He made an Nostromo suit for like John Hurt had the face hugger on. It was an exact replica of it. Yeah. And he walked around for a little bit, I guess, until he got like almost heat exhaustion and had to go back up. So I was wondering if you saw that.
1: There's actually, uh, no, I didn't see that. I saw um, two of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, They were in full full garb, full costume. And I was going to take a picture with them. And then one of them, I think he was Raphael, he uh, (laughs) he had to back away because. So I like I overheard someone else. They were like, "Yeah, he had to like leave because he was fucking just pouring sweat. He was just like, I was like, shit, man, I don't want someone dying on the goddamn yeah, not convention just for floor. a selfie. Yeah, yeah exactly. just for a selfie. So, um, but our fir- our uh, Friday night, we got there, and um, this uh place um called the Geek and Sundry. They do something out of Jolton Joe's. Okay. Um and I went last year, and I, I they always have like some sort of party going on, and I'm like shit. I'm looking for this thing, and I didn't know Jolton Joe's had an downstairs and an upstairs. So I was I was downstairs this uh, this Comic Con, and I was like, what the hell? There's like not that many people here, and I saw that you go in the back, and that's the entrance to the upstairs
0: where it was going off. Apparently, it was right? going okay, off.
1: Okay. So luckily, there was a party going on Friday night. And I take my girlfriend upstairs uh, with my friend James. Uh, we all went, and it was a uh, it was a scene. It's it was a big party. There's a you know full bar, or whatever, and it was just a fun atmosphere. And the thing that made it a Comic Con fun atmosphere is the fact that the DJ was playing some hot hot uh, tracks, but he was also playing some hot nerdy tracks. So he played. The Pokemon theme song. Dope. He played the Sailor Moon theme song. Don't know it. Cool. Uh, he played uh the Mortal Kombat song. Nice. Um What else? He played some other. I think he, he must. Was oh, it all on like dubstep though? No, no, no. It was like, just like he, he classic played, like, he, Mortal It's like he Kombat went theme. on YouTube and was like Pokemon theme <laughs> song and then just fucking played it. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. And then people were like fucking singing out loud to it. And then uh, the other geeky thing is like he played um, a Zelda, the Zelda theme song, but it was remixed with like, I don't know if it was like dubstep. No, it was like just remixed like electronically so you could dance to it. Right. So it was like the Zelda theme song and then people were like holding up Triforces. While they were playing and I was like, Holy shit That is so nerdy. And and so Love it. Before all of this, we we get to the we get our drinks, we get to the dance floor, we're dancing, you know, and the one thing I turn around and I'm like, fucking Comic Con. So someone so they had booths um that you could reserve, I guess, and they were velvet roped off and they were right next to the dance floor, like literally right next, but it was it was roped off and it looked like a big group had reserve that and so i look over and there's maybe 20 people there and i would say about 18 of them were playing magic the gathering <laughs> oh
0: dude that is so awesome yeah and all <laughs> the I was only like, times i've seen magic the gathering actually if if you guys have never seen any of this or the kind of people that play magic the gathering <laughs> and uh, hey no judgment for me no just go to any of your brick and mortar comic book stores on a random wednesday or thursday yep at six in the evening, yeah, and you'll just see it's keeping
1: them off the streets, <laughs> it's keeping those kids <laughs> off the streets. Oh, it's like man. either they could either be playing sports in gangs or they're playing the Magic the Gathering. And
0: you could go back there and you could like take your shirt off, take your pants off, they will not even bat an eye because no. they are locked, they're and loaded, locked, yeah, on Magic they, the Gathering. They need those,
1: those oh god, I can't even like nerd out about it because I know nothing about it, but I have a friend. Uh, my friend James, who was there, he actually said he was like, yeah, I almost flunked out of school because of Magic the Gathering. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Jesus Christ, man. And that's not something you want to say. And like, most of these Maybe guys on your too, Tinder profile, just put that. But
0: yeah, because I was thinking about going on a diet and, and getting in shape, but actually I'm thinking I'm just going to go to those comic go stores. Go the other way, yeah. go. No, what I'm going to do is go to the Magic the Gathering tournaments, and by comparison, I look fit. Because yeah. you see these guys, and they're just like busting out of their double XLs. They're wearing sweatpants. I think you should take it's it beautiful. one step further.
1: Not even get into Magic the Gathering, but like make a fan page of like the best Magic the Gathering fucking player. Well, <laughs> the funny you should mention
0: that is there's actually a Tumblr I believe of a guy doing selfies with ass cracks at Magic the Gathering tournament, which is actually <laughs> hilarious. Uh, you could just Tumblr, just Google those search terms: Tumblr, Magic the Gathering.
1: Oh, that's, that's ass that's, cracks or something like that. He that took is, selfies
0: with all these ass cracks, and it gives you a real sense of the, of the Adonises they have, yeah, the Adoni that they have at the Magic <laughs> Gathering. It's fucking awesome. It was,
1: it's awesome, and I hope you you go next year because we're gonna go back to that party. Oh no, I am going next year. Yeah, and for that's sure. it was, and and the other thing was, um, and this would this would only happen at Comic Con, but the other thing was that um, so there's like a back patio to that bar um up at Jolton Joe's. And so I'm I'm there I'm like in like there's a bunch of people all drinking drinks all talking, and I was with Cat uh, and James, and this is kind of like a question I've always had: is is Superman can he fly faster than the Flash can run? And that's just a I think that's a a, a fair question if you haven't read all the comics or anything. I
0: would like to. Um uh, what would your be your t- guess? Well, my attention, I would like you to um, point your attention to the, um, the case of Flash in the uh, Justice League Unlimited okay. uh, episode. Right. Um, the episode name escapes me. Okay. But the Flash uh, went around the world right. to defeat Lex Luthor. Okay. And he ended up going so fast that he turned into pure energy. Right. So I would say the Flash is quicker than Superman flies.
1: And you know what? You are correct. Boom. You are Sauce. Correct. What do I get? But here's 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 here was the uh, the how you know you're at Comic Con because I asked that question loud enough for people to hear because oh. I knew someone <laughs> would be like, uh, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. I'm gonna need to talk to you for ten no, minutes. Actually, this guy totally wasn't nerdy, but he was wearing a Superman like shirt, like underneath. He was like Clark Kent, basically. So it was like a Superman shirt underneath, like a suit shirt or whatever. Okay. And I saw him, and he was like up against the wall or whatever. And he heard my thing, and he's like, "Well, actually, he's like in. Uh, that's already been answered. Uh, you know, the Flash is f- faster than Superman can." fly because i was in blah blah blah, and i was like wow
0: did he mic drop Are you please tell me he like at least put down his drink and walked away or something after uh, that? he wanted to and then <laughs> actually
1: um james because james is a photographer he took a picture of him or whatever so he had no chance of running away but i was like oh man and i told him straight blank i was like you know what only at comic-con could i ask that question loud enough and i know someone's gonna answer that that's awesome and so that happened so that was awesome. So that's I that's the kind
0: I, of club scene I'm looking for, man. I think. Yeah.
1: And that Friday night was actually the best night. And uh, the you know, the next day we went out, we, we walked some more. I went to the um. They had a big Simpsons thing because, as you know, um, FXX is going to be playing all of the Simpsons back to back to back to back. Yes, sir. uh, For seven or eight days straight? No, twelve days maybe. Yeah, I don't plan on getting much sleep during that time. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna be watching a lot of that. Yep. Um. That's next week, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So they had a big promo outside the uh, the Hilton Bayfront, and they had a thing called Homer's Dome. You go inside, you're and you're like you're inside Homer's head or whatever. And it's this small little thing, and they only bring in like groups of twenty at a time or whatever. And I was like, uh, I want to try something. I and everything had a long line. Like right. there was it's a Com- Gotham Com- Com, yeah. zip line, which looked dope, and I wish I would have done that, but I didn't. Um, but that had a long line. So I get in the the Homer Homer's Dome, and first of all, first of all, I get at least I get free swag. So you know I like the free shit. Yes. But it was all like first aid shit, whatever. And we waited out in the sun for maybe an hour and a half.
0: Did you have your um, water bottles with vodka in it
1: at no, all? No, we actually, we weren't drinking right there because we had a late night. Let's rewind real quick. Okay. Uh, we shut that place down. We shut <laughs> down Jolton Joe's. I was fucking. Here, here's what happened actually, because there was a, such a it was such a big group there. There's such a um a big party that the bar was taking forever to like get our drinks and like actually there's kind of a miscommunication between bartenders and i apparently was stuck in like the limbo zone of like who should like pick my order oh gotcha Yeah. so yeah, they yeah. took forever and finally the bartender got my order and i was telling um cat i was like you know what we should just like let's get a double you know and this way we won't have famous to come last back. words <laughs> that's when back. you
0: say that the second that you say we should get doubles Boom, you flash forward to in the morning because you blacked out. You're like, whoa, what happened last I night? I almost blacked out. Yeah. I, I,
1: I got really, really, we all got really, really drunk um, because the doubles uh, obviously just became the norm. Yeah. Like after that, I finished the double and we're like, eh, yeah, I could have another one. Yeah. yeah and yeah, so we yeah. had another one and another one. And finally, uh, let's just fast forward to 2.30 in the morning. We're at the uh, 24-hour subway, which is packed. And uh, I just get a foot-long uh, uh, Italian BMT. How do
0: you, drunk-ass, how do you not get a meatball sandwich when you're dead drunk?
1: I, I, you know what? I'm all about the BMTs. All right. Well, this is the
0: show we're not going to talk about the, the, the <laughs> best
1: quality sandwiches well, at we, Subway. We'll get into a Subway argument at some point. But yeah, but I
0: feel like if you're dead drunk...
1: Six at least a six-inch bowl of Parmesan on Italian bread. No, obviously you were okay. I, in hindsight, that actually sounds better. Was there a cover by the way to this this uh, sundry? No, no, no. Just go to Joel and Joe's and uh, ask for Mike. Well, yeah, or look for me. I was wearing a R two D two jacket, which was uh, ridiculous because it was fucking hot in there.
0: But did you get props on it? Did you get props? I got
1: I got some props on it. Although, uh, the one lady that was dancing right next to us. She was like, "What the fuck are you doing? It's so hot in here." <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, all right, fine." Um, and that's actually the one time I felt like I could leave my coat anywhere, and like no one really would take it.
0: Right. Everyone's just like, "That's what I got from last year at Comic Con." Is everyone's just there to have fun. There's absolutely no negativity whatsoever. Yeah. Um, it's just a fucking
1: great time. It's a great time if you can drink, even better, because you can walk around drunk, looking at all this shit. Uh, we went to the. Um, we went to the a Nintendo gaming lounge, which was also a big, huge nerd fest uh, because yeah. Nintendo Xbox, and I think PlayStation, they all have their own gaming lounges. And so you could go and kind of try out some of the newest games, uh, which all had lines. And I don't really give a shit to like stay there, but we went in and I was like, Oh wow. There's it's mostly kids, but I saw some at least 30 to 35 year olds that were holding some like game boy DSs, yeah, playing some Pokemon and being yeah, like, totally. Yeah. So it's just, it's, uh, I, you know, I make fun, but I don't make fun because I have my own.
0: No, I mean, it's, it's funny, but I, I mean, I would be the first one there. I wish I was there this year and yeah. I would have had my Batman. We'll, onesie we'll go and, do all
1: of that next year. Cause yeah. the, the Nintendo gaming lounge, Xbox, that's going to be there. Um, and it's just a good time. And, and if, uh, you know, if your kid, if you are ever interested in not just comic books, but either video games or movies, TV, you know, we saw the David Fincher, um, Chuck Palahniuk, Palahniuk, Palahniuk? Yeah, the Fight Club 2, right? Well, yeah, they talked a little about Fight Club 2, but they were basically just talking about how they took Fight Club the book and made it into a movie. So that was interesting. Cat wanted to see that. But there's something for everything, for everyone. So it's like, I highly recommend it. It's It was a fun time, great atmosphere, and, and everyone's actually just really nice. And uh, the only thing is, is it it does become kind of a clusterfuck because there's a lot of long lines to do all the cool shit.
0: That's one thing is, and I was completely fine not doing the Hall H because that's the complete, you wait a yeah. whole night for that. So there's some things, just walking the exhibit hall for me was fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you go, you're going to to... And if you
1: don't know Hall H and actually Ballroom 20 now, those are like the main halls where... You know, Warner Brothers will like show like little bits of like a movie coming out next year, or The like, Walking Dead, and or yeah, they'll show The Walking Dead, and those are like the big panels that they have at uh, Comic Con, and all those panels. Everyone now, and actually, I didn't know this, but since Twilight came out, Twilight was the first where people spent the night to like get into that hall, 11%. and now it's kind of just be kind of a rite of passage sort of for for some, so. Even though you think it might suck, the Badass Digest kind of had like a, a good point on this. Some people, like, that's they want that's like their, their, it's fun. a badge of honor to, yeah, to wait they, out all night for because that. Because they go and they'll play like Magic the Gathering on the lawn or whatever, and they'll just like get a good seat and they'll just chill there and like they have fun just like sitting under a tent, just like. Relaxing, chilling. That's true. Okay, I could see that. I could see that. Like they like doing that. So
0: I still say it's stupid, but I could see that. Though. It is. I can uh, see
1: yeah. It. I'm. I mean, I there's too way too much to see. There's you know, there's a a um a what's it called a like a zombie zombie walk. That's what it's called. Sorry. Yeah. That what
0: I thought was awesome uh, last year when we when we happened upon it. Yeah. Where it, we were just in the bar and I just saw you know I was like oh there's one zombie yeah oh, there's two. Oh, shit there's like a drove of zombies yeah yeah.
1: So so they had that again this year, even though that was, you know, that whole Fifth Avenue, that's, I think, where they walk on. Excuse me. Um, That was just kind of a clusterfuck. But there's, even outside of, there's like a lot of stores to see. There's just, there's a lot that we we missed, too. So your
0: advice this year, though, would be order doubles at the bar.
1: Order doubles, have a great night at Jolton Joe's, and then find something else to do on Saturday. But if not, you always, I think, I, they probably do the same party again, um, and I was actually I, I wish we would have done that. But I was so just bogged down from drinking the night before and then standing out in the sun that I think we kind of took it easy Saturday night. So, mm. and plus you're 30 now, so yeah, kind of lame. Yeah, but I'm not. You know, I could still I can still party. Okay, I can still party. But um, yeah, so that's the moral of the story. Try to go to Comic Con. Show's over. That's it, man. Yeah, that was it. Put was one it in for- the books. Boom. Mark down we, for a psych out. We have enough time to do like five more of these. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to them by yeah. the end of the year. I'm sure. Yeah, we could, let's let's talk about something from like way long ago. Yeah, Hot and Brother Seven will
0: include. I'm guessing Opening Day MLB. Yeah, in this from from, from 2014.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you for listening to uh, podcast number seven. Um, you can find us at on Twitter, Gmail, all yes. at Hot and Brothers. We'll Do all this in the beginning, man. Oh, well, we will. Okay, yeah. well, I'm you know, I'm gonna just shut read it right. down, dude. Shut it down. All right, well, the show's over. Okay, Peace. thank you. Love you. We
0: breathe adrenaline, elevate organically. Life begins when the record spins and ends. We blend it into the next with scratches. RJ can build the canvas, I find the color that matches. Outline the rhyme and increase the content. Blueprint the piece that completes the concept. Sequence the song steps to make
1: it. these 26 letters a lesson to beginners
0: that tend to pale in comparison you're not ill and if you are my notepad's full of medicine plus my freestyle is etc take two rounds and call me back with a new style and show me you're prepared for the final frontier we're here
1: the final frontier